Thank you to the Patreon supporters of the What We Remember podcast. Matt J, Jacqueline M, Nathan E, Stephanie O, Paul and Sandy J, and Big Time Jim. This episode was recorded two years ago as part of our Bandcamp Christmas episodes, which included Home Alone, A Christmas Story, and a commentary track for the movie in this episode, Die Hard. If you want to listen to those old episodes, you can do it for free at whatweremember.bandcamp.com. Thank you. What's the best fictional band in a movie? Of course. What's the best band? Josie and the Pussycats? Oh, 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 I already know. Gem and the Holograms? Uh, That band that was in the, the movie Help, they were pretty good. There's... There's a band in the movie Help? Yeah. You haven't seen that part? They, there's like oh, four of them? wait a second. I thought you were talking about The Help. <laughs> yeah, there's a band called Help, I think, wasn't there? No, no that's called. the Beatles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My name is Bradley Jones. I'm Andrew Moldenhauer. I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to remember what happened in a movie we haven't seen in a very, very long time. This is what we remember about Die Hard. Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we killed. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. We've seen it way too much, and this is the point of these episodes yeah and you if, if you're listening to this you probably also have seen this movie i will admit a lot. i didn't watch like a, an actual movie version all the way through until like last month it's always edited for tv Ooh. i've always seen it on tv and i've never seen it from the beginning or like i always it's it's I've always seen, it's always I've, a, over time seen every of it like all the whole the whole movie but almost always it's like the last half yeah and it's always the edited for tv version Yippee Kaye, mother father. Ooh, is that, that's the edited. That's version. not even the best quote from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows the best quote is "ho, ho, ho." That's that's all that you need to say. Hello, Mr. Potter. <laughs> I think that's that's pretty good too, <laughs> Mr. Potter. All right, should we jump right into it? How does this movie So it starts, start? open up, on a plane. <laughs> See, is the See. plane on the ground or is it, it is landing? On, I thought it, it was on, landing. No, 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 it's on the ground because Bruce Willis is getting on it and he is nervous. I thought he was getting off of it. No, no, he's nervous about getting on it. Oh, okay. And he's carrying a giant, giant stuffed bear. Mm-hmm. And Just like Con Air. Nicolas Cage carried a bear, too. That's you know, what this movie's of. way better. Bears and planes. He's <laughs> actually thinking of the movie Con Air, isn't that? Yeah, so I'm going to tackle this first scene. Um, he carries this bear on, sits down next to a guy mm-hmm. who clearly knows that he's nervous yeah, about he's... being on a plane. Yeah. And the guy gives him some advice. What's that advice? He says to make fists with your toes when you land in carpeting or something like yeah, that. Oh, like, yeah, take, yeah. Take if your you're nervous, off take your shoes off. That's right. Go to the first place with carpeting. And it's very calming. And boy, does this advice just ruined john mcclain's day <laughs> yeah because he steps on so much stuff I will, it did, apparently just... it was effective though it seemed like it really relaxed him mm-hmm. yeah it did it for the moment uh-huh. as he has glass in his feet <laughs> so he gets off the plane does he try to call holly or get a hold of her yet or is he just no, get right in the limo with he argyle? Just gets right in. yeah he meets argyle and he gets right in the limo because i think he's late to the party 
he's going to change at the party. Welcome to the party, pal. Oh, that's also- a quote later in this movie. <laughs> There's also that Christmas song that's playing. It's Run DMC. Just to let you know, like, this is Christmas. Die is a Christmas And he gets in the limo with Argyle, but refuses to sit in the back seat because he's just a normal dude. He's a New York guy. He's not an L.A. guy. He wants to sit in the front seat. Did Holly send the limo for him? Yes. Okay. Holly is like, she's a go-getter. She just pretty much has goals and accomplishes them herself without really any help, it seems. So she sets up all the the itinerary, it seems like. He's just kind of like... Along for the ride. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Argyle picks him up. They kind of chit-chat a little bit. Um, You understand that they're... Like, he lives in New York, she lives in L.A., and they... Yeah, he talks about his relationship with Holly, you know, it's on the yeah. rocks. Argyle probably gives him some advice or something like that. Like Argyle talks does. to, isn't it like his first time driving the limo too, Argyle's? Oh, it is. It, it, and so yeah. he's telling him like, he's, let's go, it's so cool. There's all this crazy stuff back there. Argyle's like 19 as well. He's like so young. He's, he he's a young kid. Yeah. But they become buddies. You you learn that like um, they're possibly, they're just separated right now. They're not divorced, but they're thinking about getting divorced. She wants to be in LA for her career. Yeah. And he wants to stay in New York because he's, you know, a cop and he's like, has they potential have, they to They have rise. kids in LA, right? They do. Yeah. They have two kids. Are you sure they're not divorced? Because why wouldn't they be? They're not divorced. I, they're, they're thinking just, about getting Yeah. They're divorced. just separated. I think. Okay. And he just never made it with the kids to LA. It's been like maybe two, three months. Like she got like a high up executive position that she couldn't turn down. And so he, he didn't want to move to California. So they were kind of like both in like this limbo of like, yeah, like they both wa- had these goals for their careers right. and they want to keep them. And that's really affecting their relationship. So Argyle drops him off at the Nakatomi Plaza in the, in the parking structure in the basement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, Argo also says like, Hey man, if it doesn't work out with your, with your wife, let me know. I'll come pick yeah, you up he and tells, take you to my place. He tells yeah. John, he's like, I'll wait. I'll wait down here. And if, yeah, if it doesn't work out, just call the limo or come on down and I'll be here and we'll go have a... Well, he, he's like... I think he says, like, I can take you... I know another cool party going on. We can go over there yeah. or something. He was too. like talking about hooking up with honeys or something he's just like a, that. Yeah, it's just a nice guy. This is also the best sweet. Uber driver before Uber drivers were things. Yeah. yeah. It's also sweet, too, because he has... Um, he has like a car uh, phone, so it's yep. like a little ahead of its time. Yeah, I mean that was like a big deal. I mean he's using it later in the limo. Or I was like on the phone, just calling whoever he wants. He's like calling his girlfriend or yeah. something like that. There's another piece of technology coming right up because he goes to the front desk to look for Holly, and he can't. There's like this touch panel screen. This is like brand new to him. Yeah. And he looks up McLean first, and she isn't listed under McLean. Mm-hmm. And she takes a second, like, and then he checks Gennaro, and she's going by her yep, she's real going by last, her maiden her maiden name, name by yep. now. And that's like the first moment where he's like, Back when she man, was a, a young maiden. She's she's getting further away from me and my Exactly my John McClaniness. Yeah. And he yells, Damn you, Nakatomi. Does <laughs> 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 that ever happen? And they're like, That's not even the guy, that's the that's just the building. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bruce, that wasn't in the script. So is this building like they're having a party. Is it just a Christmas party or is it like the grand opening of the building? No, it's, it's just, just a, an office Christmas party. Office Christmas party. Okay. Like because the there's some unfinished Christmas floors Christmas on the, on this building. So I thought maybe it was like sort of like a grand opening in addition to that. No, I don't think so. I think it's just an office party, but like the building itself is very new and so some floors are being renovated. Yeah, a couple floors are the Nakatomi or maybe it's just one one floor that's the actual Nakatomi building. 
Because every every other room seems pretty much well. The whole building is a Nakatomi building, but yeah, but the yeah, actual company is offices, only on, yeah, on yeah. one floor. It's, so he, yeah, he's around looking for Holly, and he accidentally busts in on someone having sex, like mm-hmm. office sex, mm-hmm. yep, on like the fax machine or something, maybe like in her. And you definitely see some boobs in, in a like in an office on yeah. a couch. Mm-hmm. Is there cocaine lines coke. off, off yeah, boobs? Yeah, they're doing coke, yeah, they're too. Yeah, just, just bing-bonging around in that and office. I think it's, it's the I, 80s, man. I think it's the one guy who's later, like, kind of like... I think uh, it's a different guy, but really? I could be wrong. Okay. He's definitely doing coke later, or, like, he soon after coke. this part. Yeah, because he has it on his on his nose. I, what is his name? I only remember him as Hans Booby. That's the only way I remember him. <laughs> Hans, <laughs> Hans Booby. <laughs> he's, got, he's got an actual name. Phil? He's just, uh, like, really nice hair and well-kept beard, man. Yeah, he's like the Patrick Bateman in this whole movie yeah. mm-hmm. so he goes so holly into... is talking to well mr. he goes Naka... into he Te- goes into Takagi? holly's mr takagi mr takagi yeah that's right <laughs> i'm so excited to watch this alan rickman is so good yeah he's the best I think he's in like the, Holly's like office, which is huge, and he's like just kind of getting he's, acquainted. Yeah, to he's her like waiting for her a little bit, but he's, he's also cle- he's like changing. Doesn't she find a photo of them together and like put it down because Alan Rickman finds that photo later? Doesn't she like hide it at? Yeah, oh, she, no, she does. She hides it after the fact. It's visible now. Now, before he goes to her office, does he run into Mr. Takagi and he's like, "Oh, you must be Mr. McLean." Mr. McLean. He's so like, he he's like, "Yeah, let me take you to her office." And he's he's like kind of a nice dude even yeah. though Oh, he's super nice. Yeah, he's like a cool guy. Um which is funny cuz like, you know, the premise is that like this job is like pulling their family apart. So you kind of are I feel like at least for me I was kind of expecting the boss to be the bad guy where he's like I, your your wife needs to be to, like we need her here to do this <laughs> yeah and, well he's he's a fantastic guy but they, yeah, he's a cool guy they kind of meet a little and he has a little crush on mr takagi he's a cutie <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that was your type asian businessman i guess old asian businessman that's your thing is, this, is it not <laughs> like i'm over reginald Vell johnson I guy thought that was universal <laughs> ancient asian secret <laughs> oh boy the secret is out <laughs> I believe what basically happens next, like the movie doesn't doesn't hold up. Yeah. The the um vans roll into the basement. Does Argyle see them come in? No, no because Argyle has like his sunglasses on, he's got his mm-hmm. his Walkman on. So he doesn't see him or hear him. And he's just kind of like or he's talking on the phone while he's listening to run DMC. Right. Yeah, he's had the music cranked like way up, or he's on the phone, so he and he does not notice he doesn't notice like anything until like, almost the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it it takes a long time for him to notice something. So right out of the gate, I think they kill the main guy who's the lobby guard, and yep. they like they, re- they replace him with their own lobby guard. Yeah. So yep. the whole gimmick is like the terrorists are put like putting up a front at first to like blend in, and they, that's the first line of defense is that guy. He just replaces the guy. Yeah. So day. he just they just walk right in all four of them and just shoot the guy, mm-hmm. and then pretty much like drag his body away. Uh, take his spot, and then right away, I think some of the other guys like start scoping out the building. Yeah, uh, and you got the um, the Asian guy from Big Trouble in Little China with yeah. the long hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got the kind of nerdy black guy who does all of he the opens code all the cracking. Doors. Yeah, um, and then you tall, have a blonde couple... Nor- Norwegian, yeah, Norwegian god looks. man. Yep. Yes, very <laughs> tall and like uh, he, he's funny. He's, he's dressed so weird too. He's got like a black button-up shirt tucked into like actual like uh, like work <laughs> slacks that are really like. Um, Primped, I guess, or, or uh, what's I know what's pressed, pressed, oh. yeah. A guy with glasses with like short hair, short blonde hair. He's another Swedish guy. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Is there anyone aside from 
those guys. There has to be some there's just extraneous. There's got to be at least one more. I think I figure there's like, isn't there like a guy with a mullet, like a dark, like a buff, a buff dude with a mullet? Though I think because I, Cause I thought there I, were, I don't think because out of all the guys we named, I don't think any of them are the guy that is like the first one down. Mm-hmm. Who gets and definitely the, the lobby guy. He's also like a handsome blonde gentleman. Yeah, the the actual like uh, the lobby guy specifically reminds me of. Um, What's a hip to be square band? Huey Lewis. He reminds me of Huey Lewis. He yeah. looks mm. just like him. It might even be him. I don't know. Mm. Huey, Dewey, and Lewis. There he is. That's the band. That was him. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably one or two others because I feel like John McClane kills some folks. Yeah, he kills probably. the body count's pretty high on that. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm sure there's some like generic henchman number one and two or something. Mm-hmm. So then Hans Gruber walks into the building. And I think they, what do they, do they shut off power or something like that? Eventually. I don't know what they do at first to get control of the building. I honestly don't, other than shooting. I think the very first thing that they do, I think they do shut down the elevators first thing. Like they turn them off basically, except for one. And so they control the elevators going up. God, that's just such a simple way to like confine people. (laughs) John McClane had just had a conversation with Holly, got a little heated. He's in the bathroom. Yep. And this is where he does the gripping the carpet with his toes thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is detrimental. And as he's in the bathroom, Hans Gruber and the guys come in, and I think they just fire off some rounds like in the air. Yeah. Round just um, to get attention to scare the crap out of people. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think they just yeah, immediately announce, like, hello, like shooting. And John hears it. Mm-hmm. He goes and grabs his gun. And then. Or he doesn't have it or something like that. He like left it somewhere. I wonder if he left in like the main part of the office, but he's in the bathroom. Oh. Yeah, maybe. But wh- how does he get out? Does he like? I think he goes into... through the. I think he gets up through the vents, and it's just like a dangling uh, vent in the bathroom. And like they they walk into the bathroom, and then we see that that the gates open, like the vents open. Yeah, maybe. It's, it's not that big. The... It's not the iconic I mean, vent scene. Right. I, think I, that's like, how I know he, he does a lot of vent movement, but I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it was that, or if he like just th- he might just avoids like... guys and sneaks out. He might just find like a back, like maybe the office he's in has two doors and he goes out, you know, into another office and somehow escapes. I think he goes through the ceiling. That is my claim. Because I I think the bad guy's like just miss seeing him. Yeah. Like someone walks into the bathroom and he Mm -hmm. just left. Hans Gruber explains what's going on. And and he... To Mr. Takage. Oh, he wants... He's looking for Mr. Takage. Yes. He's trying to find out who that is. Like no one's coming forward at first. And he threatens to kill somebody. And then Mr. Takage's like, no, I'm Mr. Takage. Yeah, he just steps right forward. Mm-hmm. He was hoping for like a Spartacus moment, but no one else was willing to say that they were Mr. Takagi. Or just had a single tear. <laughs> Son of a, of this man, this thing. He like lists this... off. He like knows about Mr. Takagi. And he knows how much is in that safe, too. Lover of double mint gum. <laughs> Size nine loafer. He just has like <laughs> Mr. Takagi's MySpace page. I was going like, to say, yeah. yeah, he just scraped his, <laughs> scraped his social media. I would love media. to see a Mr. Social social Takagi like... Uh, just like a little like MySpace picture, just face only, <laughs> <laughs> high angle shooting downward. Yeah, it's like, of course, I knew I shouldn't have set that up. Um, he gets Mr. Takage to take him to the top floor, and I think Bruce Willis follows them somehow. Well, I I thought yeah. that he just like Hans like starts saying like, okay, we need the codes for the for the vault. Mm-hmm. That's what we need. Mr. Takage is under the impression that it's just terrorism, and then he finds out through the reveal. They go up to his office. And it's found out very fast that Alan Rickman was just after money. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing that he wanted. Yeah. All this for money? 
Mr. Takagi. See, I think like I think John sneaks into like some, a back staircase and goes up. Yeah. Or something, because then he he like pops out up there while they're talking to Mr. Takagi. Yeah, and I, I feel like we, we almost don't even, like, get to see, like, how John escapes. Oh, that might be. Maybe they go in there like, and I think they he's show... in there and it's just he's, he's somehow gone. up there. I, yeah. I think through, like, the magic of, like, editing, they yeah. just, like, cuts and he's, like, already gone as yeah. the people are... I think that could like, be... Like, it's like I mean, a cartoon-type, yeah. like, escape where yeah. he escapes off camera. Um, and also... he is on the stairwell, I believe. Maybe he just goes up the stairwell to, the, to that... Yeah, I think he, he just up. goes up. There's this big moment where we get the like the meanest version of Alan Rickman because at this point he's just kind of like a suave, cool guy. Mm-hmm. But then Mr. Takage calls him just like a, a low life criminal or something like that, and he takes real offense to it. And Alan Rickman gets right in Mr. Takage's face. I'm an exceptional criminal or exceptional mm-hmm. thief or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I'm not a, just a low common thief. Yeah. yeah, he's like a higher class person. He like takes he... he takes very offense to that. I mean, you you imagine this guy being like a harvard graduate or like oxford graduate or something like that but mr kage gets shot like right away yeah he's like they're asking they're demanding those codes and he's like you yeah well you could kill me and i'll never give up those codes and he's like okay (laughs) he he does like uh mr takagi says like i don't have the codes like like some other company has access to these codes he doesn't personally have them so he can't take the money out which is just bear bonds or something like that u.s bonds yeah it's like i think there are bear bonds yeah he starts doing the countdown, and he's like, "You might as well, you might as well just shoot me." Because I think Mr. Takagi does have like a little bit of money, but then it's not that wasn't what Alan Rickman was talking about. He was talking about what's in the vault. Yeah, he makes the exception. So you think it was so like I'm, a confusion? No, I think that Mr. Takagi <clears throat> is just underestimating Alan Rickman this entire time. But Alan Rickman had it like he he knew the vault existed. Oh yeah, he like knows the all these was a things. Secret, so but so yeah. he thinks he's just after yeah something else, and he's like, "Oh but no, he, I'm here for what's in the vault." Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. And that's what triggers. And like, you're like, oh, oh they, they actually planned this. Yeah, this is these criminals know what they're doing. Yeah. Right. And so this is the point where they shoot Mr. Takagi because they had a plan B the entire time. It's like if they couldn't get the codes, they expected that. Yeah. They're just going to crack into crack the crack system it. and yep. blow it up. Yeah. Yep. So John McClane sees that happen, I'm pretty sure. He yeah, sees he, he witnesses the Takagi, Takagi shooting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I would agree. And he also like gives himself away, too, I think, right there. Like, as he's leaving or as he witnesses it happen. Mm. Is this the first action set piece where he's underneath a table and someone's, like, above shooting down through that it? That happens later in a random room. Okay. Like I thought it was, like, right here. he's kind of alone with that guy. Well, maybe he's in the... It's, like, a chase down the stairwell or something like that at this point. It's possible. Yeah, I think they chase down the stairwell into another room where I believe that possibly does happen. Okay. Where the the German guy or the Swedish guy with blonde hair who's really tall... Like short blonde hair, I think he jumps on top of the table, and John McClane's underneath it, and he shoots up and gets the guy. Because mm-hmm. I think that that that's the guy that's holding the detonators, I believe. Yeah, that's a big oh, moment. Oh yeah. Because mm-hmm. their plan is to set det- like bombs all across the building and then blow them up. That's like the big end scheme for them. Is they all rush to the roof and the roof explodes, and that's like their whole plan to like make sure that like, everyone's gonna think that they're dead, but they really escaped. Mm-hmm. So these yeah. detonators are incredibly important to Alan Rickman in order to get his plan to succeed. If they rush to the roof, though, like how do they get away? Or, or if they're pretending to rush to the roof, what's, we'll, we'll what get, we'll was get, their plan? We'll get there. But they, that, they that sneak was out through the basement. Always been confusing to me. They sneak out their armored trucks in the basement. Okay. Like almost the same way they got in. Got it. 
Um, so, but he he kills that guy, and he gets kind of like a walkie-talkie. It's like the video game where like you kill an enemy yeah. and you get their power-ups. You yeah, know? yeah, he gets his gun. And it's the, like, oh, he, he drops some money. He dropped a gun. He <laughs> he almost he checks the guy's sh- uh, feet to see if the shoes match, and he says something about them being like, "All these guys have smaller feet than my sisters," or something like that. <laughs> right. Yet they're like so tall. <laughs> yeah, because I feel like that was like a plot hole that came up in like a writer's room. It's like, well, I wouldn't need to take these shoes, and like they wrote this little scene in there to to explain it. Yeah, and this movie is just. The most well written, thought out, yeah, great really paced script. Well written. <laughs> That's it's, it's a killer script. Every single thing like makes sense, and it's it just happens so quickly too. The pacing is like hundred percent accurate. It's not like you know one sequence lags a little bit longer than the other. It's always moving, and it's always like full of action. So but it's like also full of like great characters that are likable. So John McClane gets a walkie-talkie, and I think his first thing is he calls nine one one or something with it, and the lady doesn't believe him what he's saying and he has a good line where it's like an adr line of him through the phone saying what does it look like i'm trying to do order a pizza he's like he's like like, so new york yeah he's like (laughs) he's just trying to explain the situation and And yeah that 911 operator is not buying it (laughs) she yeah she's like it is christmas eve and i cannot be bothered he goes uh through that operator the operator calls reginald vell johnson who's just a cop Working, working the beat. Just a regular, j- average Joe cop. He's a ga- he's in the gas station trying to buy a Twinkie or something for the night. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. his wife's pregnant. His wife's pregnant, and I think he was like buying. I don't know. He's like buying some snacks for her or something like that. Or maybe that's that. No, that's the joke that he uses. He's buying like donuts yeah. and like a ton oh, yeah. of snacks, and he's like, "My wife's pregnant." And the the, the clerk gives him like shit for it. Yeah, <laughs> just gives him a dirty look. And... <laughs> so he takes a, a run at the building to see what's up. Mm-hmm. Um, drives by yeah he, he paces around uh all the criminals are kind of like watching from the windows trying to see what's going to happen he walks into the lobby and then there's that uh, imposter security imposter guy. security man huey lewis huey lewis is there and he, he he's he comments he's like watching a football game and he's just trying to try to be real cash he says i got 50 bucks on these sons of bitches or something like that. <laughs> yeah and then reginald johnson walks by him and there's this moment where the security guard like breaks character and slowly turns his head to see where reginald johnson went mm-hmm. it was a really like but he does a very moment. like he does like a very lackluster job of it's, scoping the place out yeah yeah he, he's like he's barely looking he's just sort of like mosey and he's but like, he doesn't eh. know what he's looking for right yeah right the security guard's making small talk talking about just like random random things that don't mean anything the security guard is trying his best to be as like nonchalant <laughs> average guy like bored security guy as possible mm-hmm. and doing a good job <laughs> so he decides to go back out and he basically calls it back in and says there's nothing there like every everything seems like mm-hmm. secure and fine and john mcclain starts freaking out and saying no 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 mm-hmm. and that's when he does he throw a body out the window Yes. So he decides that the only way to go to his attention is to Throw basically the, the show yeah. him that there is trouble. Mm-hmm. So he hangs a rope up and secures it to something. And I think he like basically busts the window out. I think he just throws one of the henchmen's bodies out. And oh, it's one of like in the... a chair. Yes. No, the chair is the elevator. Later. That happens later. This is. I think there's also. I don't oh, think that really? guy's dead at this point. The guy, the blonde guy, because the blonde guy is the one that ends up with the ho 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 thing on his sweater i think it's mullet guy who is who okay. got killed on the table it's and then like mullet guy gets thrown through the window i think that's guy. right yeah onto family matters car 
Yep. How does he get thrown <laughs> thrown through the window though? I forget. I think it, does that, he shoot the window? I think it's just Maybe. regular. Like, it, it's it might also just be like movie. Oh, like a building uses plate glass window instead of safety <laughs> glass, and so he's able to just throw the body out. Yeah. And Rizzoville Johnson just freaks the f out. He throws yeah, it in reverse. So the, yeah, throws it in reverse. Well, not only does out. like the body hit the um, floor floor, it also <laughs> a lot of bodies hit the floor. <laughs> they also start shooting at him. I think they shoot like a mm-hmm. rocket launcher at right him. away. I no, no, that that's later. later. That's way I thought that was here. No, I think they just try to shoot him through the They wind. start, yeah, trying to shoot at him, and okay, he just yeah. reverses it off All of, like, yeah. yeah. And he falls, like, I don't know, like, He, like, 10 launches feet. off, like, a platform, yeah. Yeah. And, like, yeah. and crashes his car, and then he's on the radio, like, send everybody! Yeah, yeah, send, <laughs> send everybody, basically. And that's when he says, welcome to the party, pal. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to the party, pal. The party, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a lot to go from this where, point. Yeah, there's so it much goes to this, next. There's a we're, lot. We are into 30 this minutes movie. into the podcast. We're probably 30 minutes into the movie at this point. <laughs> yeah. talking about wow. what's happening. This movie's so good. There's so it's, much going on. It's the so whole time. tight. Yep, packed up. And so obviously, Alan Rickman is like trying to go find him. He said he sends out people to go search for him. They yep. know that some random guy is there. Yeah, they also underestimate him. They think he was just a party crasher, but he ends up being yeah. More but, than... but he's like you know a cop, like a mm-hmm. loose cannon cop guy and he takes the walkie-talkie how does he get the walkie-talkie he got that off one of the guys he killed yeah he killed the guy on the table and okay but it. not the not the ho-ho-ho guy i guess not yet so he gets the walkie-talkie he, he kills him almost like right here i think and that's when he gets the detonators maybe probably maybe. and and he gets his what he calls a machine gun technically it's not so Whoa, you know, boy. So the detonators oh, happen boy. A, maybe even a, a little bit later how does he start talking to the cop in the, in, you know, downstairs? So as soon as this sort of happens, like there's swarms of police outside the building. Um, I think there's maybe some intercut shots of Holly doing stuff. I know she asks like one of the guards for like bathroom breaks and kind of like negotiates for them at some point. Yep, because there's a pregnant lady and she needs to, unless you want a mess on your hands, you have to take us in shifts or something yep. like that. So I think Alan Rickman is just trying to do, um, I was going to say cruise control, but that's speed two. I like cruise control. He's trying to do some cruise control (laughs) Mm -hmm. and just trying to put all his eggs in the basket. John McClane's a loose cannon. There's also just a lot of stuff going on. Mm -hmm. They need time to open up the bank vaults. I think the security is just like going to take some time and he's trying to buy it. Mm -hmm. Alan Rickman planned for the cops to come. He says like, we we knew this was going to happen. Because yeah. they're just one step ahead of everything. All that happens, but that's so much. It's hard to like kind of process <laughs> yeah. through it. It's probably like all so like intercut. I don't know where that like takes us to. Yeah. Um. He has the detonators at this point. Like I he, think so. Yep. Um, he gets it from one of the guys. Like one of the guys that he kills leaves a bag and that has the detonators in them. Yeah. And, and, and they're trying to talk to John McClane, the original Bill Johnson. Uh, they call him Roy Rogers. They come up with his name oh, for each yeah, other. That's yep. right. And v- Reginald Bell Johnson. But like he he starts to get that he's a cop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very fast. Well, he, he admits that he's a cop, I believe. Yeah. And they're just kind of like, they're like hunkering down at this point, just trying to figure it out because... Things are in motion now. The police are here. Think maybe things will be under control, but right. and it's just like the local police first. Yep. Yeah, at first it's just LAPD. Yeah, there's a, and it's always like someone else's operation. Like the police come in and oh. like take over the spot, and like the FBI take over from the police. Yeah, and, and like the the two most stereotypical FBI guys that ever <laughs> were show up. They're so funny. Their faces are just I can never like get them out of my memory. <laughs> 
this is an important part of like the writing just because at first you you're with Reginald you're like mad at Reginald for not paying attention to John yep and then you're mad at the police officer not paying attention to John and then you're and the police officer comes around on John and then the FBI agent doesn't get well, over yeah, well, on the, John the captain for yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. like the chief guy yeah the chief like detective or whatever shows up and yeah he's like oh you're dumb and the the yeah and then the, FBI. then the FBI show up. All, and all the characters before the FBI agents like have like a change of heart and like come around mm-hmm. and become really great. And characters. there's like a sequence of like a chain of command that keeps like progressing yeah. further and further. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, like we don't ex- don't want to exclude that the news jumps in on this like yep. right away. Yep. And you get the top reporter for like the local seven news or whatever. Um, who comes in to tell the story of what's going on? And right. they, they start doing their investigation about, you know, who's in there? Who's this random guy that the police yeah, are talking to? Who is the to? guy they're talking to? That's like the big part. Walter Peck from Ghostbusters. He's like yes. the lead news reporter mm-hmm. trying to get the, the scoop. The guy who has no dick. <laughs> That's him. <laughs> That's him. And at this point, I do think the terrorists are trying to do things like cut the power. Maybe even happens earlier, but the blonde gorgeous god man like has like a chainsaw or something like one guy's trying to do it very meticulously and the other guy just takes the chainsaw and just chops them all up you're right yep i don't know what he chops up that might be like early he like okay it's like they go they're up at the top and there's they're in like the electrical room and he's like trying to disable the con like the control panels and then that guy comes in with the chainsaw and just like cuts the conduits and just slices (laughs) all the wires he's like yeah because the first guy's like trying to he's like i don't know which to cut like the green or the red or the green or the red Mm -hmm. and then it's like he just comes in he just like rips them all out yeah (laughs) i think they're also planting bombs in this area because i think john mclean finds them Mm-hmm. At some point, like, yeah, I think you're right in this this spot here. I think this is the same area where he finds Alan Rickman, who's pretending to be a dude from like Texas or whatever, trying to be an American man. Yeah, so I think Alan Rickman just decides on his own to go, or or Hans Gruber decides to go and just like look for this guy. No, I think he's trying to do something in that control room, either like set a bomb or like. I double thought check they all something. like spread out. They like all go out to look for him. Maybe. But yeah. Alan Rickman's like tying his shoes or gets like caught off guard by John McClane. Yes, he gets yeah, he gets caught with his pants down. But his pants are up. I just want to, you know that. But his shoes are off. His shoes are down. No, no, no they're on. His yeah. laces are his not laces untied. Are down. Wait. So oh, okay. Dude, this isn't important. Look, <laughs> <laughs> what are you guys talking you about? Need to know. Wait a second. People Wait need to second. know. <laughs> Wait a second. We're trying to figure out whether his pants were on or off. Yeah. So he acts like he's just a guy from Texas, and you get this great like Alan Rickman, who's British, doing a German guy doing a Texas accent. It's like it's, it's like fantastic. You <laughs> please don't hurt me. Please, oh, you're one of them. Oh, you're one of them. Oh. <laughs> what are you? I was saying the lines. You're just making the noise. He does that. Just wait until you watch this. He makes those exact noises. I am not wrong. You're right. He does make those weird noises at first. But please don't kill me. Over here, Harry Potter. Dumbledore. Mr. Potter. John McClane acts really nice to him. He buys it at first. He offers Maybe? him like cigarettes. I don't. I never knew if he was right in from the get go, knowing what was up, or if he. Even it's, for like a few moments believed. It's hard to tell it. because he he says, you know, there are dangerous people out there. You should protect yourself and offers him a gun. Yeah, but and that's like, a trick. You're, yeah, you're thinking that he's like pretty Spoiler much offering the Bradley. biggest, you know, the villain, the gun. He's also maybe a cigarette or something too. He's smoking. He gives, yep. Oh, yeah, point. that could be. Hans like basically tries to double, 
I, I don't know, you can't really call it a double cross, but he tries to shoot him, but there's no bullets in the gun. Oh, uh, Hans, no bullets. John McClane's <laughs> a real dick about oh, yeah. him pulling this trick. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's oh you dummy. Oh, Hans, oh. you big old idiot. <laughs> <laughs> really, really put him <laughs> But a bunch of henchmen come in and get Hans's back immediately. Yeah. And that's when the big the John McClane runs through uh, a floor Glass. of the office. <laughs> I mean, he hides behind glass, and then Alan Rickman, because John McClane has a gun at this point, he has the machine gun, and they're all shooting at each other, and Alan Rickman has the idea, shoot the glass, and then the glass falls, and then mm-hmm. he has to cross it, mm-hmm. and it's brutal. It's brutal, but he jumps into, does he jump into a, he goes on another stairwell or something like that, or he goes into an elevator. I don't know how he escapes this one. At some point, he's <laughs> swinging from a fire hose. Out of the building, and I don't remember if that happens now or later. <laughs> no, yeah, that's it. Well, I don't think that happens right there. Another, I... another fire hose appearance in one of these movies. Oh man, yeah, you. that might be at the very end piece where he grabs Holly and swings. Maybe he just swings. He probably grabs Holly too, but swings off the <laughs> the roof on the fire hose. Yeah, I think he escapes down a stairwell. He convinces people that he's going one way, and he goes the opposite way, and just goes down a stairwell. He might go into an elevator shaft, and this might be the moment. Where he like barely catches on and slips in through the vents. And yeah, that's when he gets yeah, into the vents. Yeah, okay, I like that. I, I would agree with that. So. Oh, there's also a really fun moment where he's like uh, going around the office and he sees a really cute bikini girl poster and he kisses it. There's a moment where he kisses his hand. What? And then puts it on the poster. It's a real sort of John McClane thing that happens. <laughs> I have never seen this. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> he kisses a poster? Well, he put, no, he kisses his, his, uh, his, his hand and puts the hand on the poster. Her. Like, God, I want to see say this. something to the poster. Point this out. Kiss. Point this out when it happens. No, you'll see it. This is when, like when we're at the iconic vent scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's when he's, because, he's conversing <laughs> with himself. Because in movies, vents are just big enough to fit in. Yep. Yeah, they're just the right size. Maybe, maybe at the uh, what is it? The Tamagotchi. <laughs> Nagatomi. Nagatomi, Nagatomi Plaza. Plaza. It was all measured. They were doing measurements before. They're like, it's enough to fit a John McClane. (laughs) You know, a 5'7 John McClane. Oh, man. So he has the Zippo lighter, and you get the iconic quote, Mm -hmm. which is? I don't know the exact quote. It's like, oh, come on to LA. Come on to LA. We'll We'll have have a few laughs. laughs. What is it? Now I know what a TV dinner feels like. What? That's what he says when he's in the film. Oh, okay, he says the few <laughs> but he laughs. Says that too. Yeah, wait. He says he says that part. I don't know when. I forget oh, when he says this that. guy. No, he <laughs> says that in the vents. That's in the vents. Well, he tells him, okay, then he, he probably says, says he probably says both these lines back okay. to back. But Brad was like, only the first. The part TV dinner line was the best one. Only the first part's important. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> That was I like that. That was funny. <laughs> but, but Andy, I, I agree with you. I think the the, the line too is like, "We'll come go out to L.A. have a few laughs." Yeah. And I don't know what he says after that, but and that's when he also uh, does say that he feels like a TV, TV dinner. dinner. Yes, yeah. you're right. We're both right. We're both right. <laughs> uh, but that's also when the Swedish Godman looks down the shaft and sees the light from the vent shaft. And he's like, I know where he is. Except uh-huh. he doesn't say that. He just quietly walks away because he's a professional. They go and they basically start shooting at the uh, at this vent shaft that he's in, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, the whole thing like comes tumbling down, I believe. Just yeah. He you know. uses his belt or something like something. He makes some sort of wedge somehow, some way, MacGyver's to like slip down into the vent. 
And that, like, breaks loose, and that's when he catches himself and crawls into the vent. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm. But, like, as they're shooting at the <laughs> vent that he's in, how does he not die? Because they, they just get him a little too late. He's already inside the, the vent. Got it, got it. Okay. And at this point, the FBI, I think, has taken over. Yep. Yes. They're going to send an armored car then, to, yes, to yes. attack the building, and yes. that's when it explodes the rocket launcher. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh, they, they, they take the armored car and a couple troops too are like yeah. scouting the place out. Yeah, they're walking in with like a bunch of SWAT dudes, and yeah, then and McLean is trying to warn them that this they a bad have idea. rocket launchers and they're ready for this attack. Yeah, these are bad guys. We they know they're ready for it. And yeah, yeah. he explicitly says think, like they're expecting exactly what you're about to do. And the FBI thinks that John McLean is the bad guy. They, they think sure that they're yeah. getting they bad information him. from him. Yeah, exactly. But at this point, he's won over all of the police. Uh, yeah, officers. Yeah. There's also a moment where the FBI agents want to cut the power to the building, mm-hmm. which happens very soon after this. Yes, which is also, I think, something that the bad guys were counting on. No, but it helps them out because it opens the last oh. door to the vault. Oh, okay. They weren't thinking that was going to happen. Gotcha. But because it did, it let the vault door open. Uh-huh. But before that, too, like, John McClane says that he doesn't want to talk to the FBI. He wants to go back to... He'll only talk to Roy, or not Roy, but he's Roy, but... Family Matters. Family yeah. Matters. They give him back to Family Matters, and they continue <laughs> to have their conversation. But I, I believe the Do you news... know the, the... What's the conversation that they have? Do you remember? It's a really heart-to-heart moment where they're, like, chit-chatting about the job. And, he, and John McClane asks him, what got you off the street? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because he says, he he's says like, he seems now. very, yeah, he seems very competent, but he's a pen, like, yeah. In this moment, He says that he shot a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did, oh, and it's gosh. really sad. And he's he like, said it was dark, it looked like a gun. And he's like, and he I didn't know. He's like, did I, John do this? No, or? The, no the family the, matters. Yeah, fam, I'll just call him fam. Uh, <laughs> matters. Fam um, does it. It matters what fam did it. And he's like, now I can't bring myself to ever use a gun again. Mm-hmm. So they won't let me, you know, do the cool cop stuff. Because <laughs> that, that's a big moment at the end. We'll, yeah, it is. Which, which I'll save it. Okay, save it, because I have important. no idea what you're talking about. <gasps> I'm what? looking forward to it. This, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. There's a moment that we may have already missed where Alan Rickman is talking to Holly and Hans Bubby comes in. <laughs> yes. Well, no, okay. I, I, there was another thing that happens right before that, too, where the news... Find, well, wait. The the news finds out specifically who the guy is, or or they find out who the guy is, or yeah, wait, and, they, and they or they, do they just find it out from this from booby? <laughs> like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'm not, in my head, I was just I, forget, I was wrapping I around what you do. were saying, yeah. but I think I think he's just Walter Peck taps into the walkie-talkie or something like that and figures it out, does some research, and figures out it's John McClane. Mm-hmm. Because he broadcasts that on the news and Alan yes. Rickman. Like, everyone sees it. Yeah, and then... I wasn't sure if that happened, and then the booby guy's like, I can get, you know, I can get well, John for he has to. Yeah. He has to have the moment where he sees the picture, though. Yep. Where he sees that it's, like, the two of them. Because also, because her name wasn't McClane, so, mm-hmm. like, he didn't realize it was... Like, they were, she they were was, related. Yeah, that but, she was his wife. But he soon does. Yes. Uh, but yeah, the, so the booby he, guy is like, he's like, I'm a business guy. I can negotiate yeah, our way he's out. He's trying to strike a deal with John to just come out. And John's just like, you don't know who you're dealing with. It's it's not going to end well. It sounds like he kind of knows John like from be, through his wife anyway. Like, he yeah, claims to know John better than he does. Yeah. yeah I don't know why he did that. He definitely that says like, yeah, like they're good buddies, but guy. he just knows him vaguely through his wife. I think he was like trying to like get off like safe. Like if I give him up this guy, like they'll, 
you know, yeah. they won't kill me. Right. But his, like, his plan... he has no leverage. Like he he can't give this guy up. And then he starts saying like they're gonna kill me. Like you you better like that's also a part of his plan. It's like right. they're gonna kill me if you don't like come. And then he realizes he's actually gonna get killed. Yeah. His yeah. His whole thing was if we can just stop like resisting these guys just give them what they want they'll get out of here the police can handle it and then we're all safe that's like so he was just trying to get it to end yeah um but yeah he's I think like he was doing it in a very selfish way though yeah well i mean he was doing it also as like uh i'm the master businessman i can negotiate any deal yeah so he's got to prove that he's the best but yeah that's when yeah he starts like really talking to john like look john like i, I told them i could get you to come down here and if you don't i'm in trouble <laughs> yeah and they they don't waste any time they just shoot him yeah does he kidnap holly uh very soon very soon soon after there's still a couple more things that happen okay Wow, Brad, like that one thing that happened? Mm. <laughs> well, John finds the bombs at some point. He realizes that like one of the floors is loaded before the end of the movie. Yeah, he does yeah, he does make uh, sure that. Um, other than that, I'm not sure what else happens. There's uh, The FBI before. agents are cruising around in a helicopter. That's mm-hmm. near the end, trying yeah. To, trying to do a thing. That's when they get everybody on the roof. I'm trying to think of stuff right before the third act really kicks in <laughs> they're like we can get gunships <laughs> they, like, they just get these like helicopters full of missiles and i'm like what? there's a fight scene between john and god zeus lord of thunder yep yep in, in some sort of sweet uh stairwell yeah, that, area that happens pretty late and yeah they get into the basic fight where the guy is just like too much for john yeah at this point he's like overwhelmed he's, mm-hmm. he's just so strong yeah the dude's just huge but they managed to fight in like a random like kind of like a shipping room or something like that because mm-hmm. there's like boxes everywhere that they're moving around on and he basically like kills him by hanging him up on a on like a crane like a little like Lift. So, so I so far I'm the only one who's ever noticed this moment in Die Hard. But as they're fighting up the stairs right before he hangs the guy, John McClane threatens to kill him, skin him, and eat him. He says those words. <laughs> First I'm gonna kill ya, then I'm gonna skin ya, then I'm gonna eat ya. And then he puts the huh. and then he puts the noose around the guy's neck and throws him off. We're going to watch it with subtitles. It's okay. in the movie. I am right. looking forward to Cannibal it. Cannibal John McClane. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Confirm. <laughs> the bad guys are getting a bunch of money together. They sneak the money out through the armored cars. Yeah, so at this point the, the vault basement. is open and yeah, they're yeah. getting the stuff out. Mm-hmm. They, they play that Hallelujah song. Which bum 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 Yep, Ode to Joy. Unless I'm thinking of a totally different movie. Do they say like Merry Christmas to each other? Just the one guy I think says Merry Christmas. Now is this the part where the limo guy finally realizes the whole thing's been going on? Because he's still down there just hanging out in the limo. Yeah, he sees them sneaking the money out. And he He creeps up in the limo. He just rams the limo into the trucks, I think. He rams them, and then he gets out and punches a guy or something like that. But, uh, yeah, yeah. But he And he, like, essentially almost, like, foils the escape mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as all the villains are trying to make their escape, that one guy from Big Trouble in Old China is sneaking a candy bar. Yeah, That's, stickers. like, his one big thing he does in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gets, like, killed so really soon after. <laughs> How many be- terrorists are even left alive at the end of this film because hans is on the roof 
the, the, there's people in the basement trying to escape with the money. Mm-hmm. I think it's Hans. It's probably the black guy that. Um, oh, the nerd, nerd black guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then maybe one other random guy, like the hotel lobby guy. He, yeah, something happens to him. He dies. Yeah. Well, I don't remember how. I think John McClane just starts Guns him down. wiping him down. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The terrorists tell them to run to the roof, basically. Yeah, he, they want all the hostages to be on the roof. Yes. I think before that, John McClane goes onto the roof and starts waving... Uh, but he's got he's got a gun on him, so the the helicopter thinks he's a terrorist and starts shooting at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think Without, and that's like, where one of the FBI guys is in there. He's like, "Look, there's one of them. Take him out." Oh, it is one of the FBI guys. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he has to then like. So maybe even, this is the moment where he goes off the roof with the fire hose. He does. Oh. Yeah. He has to escape from them. That's right, because well, they have him like also, pinned down. Yeah. Well, also like I think the terrorists like are also up on the roof, like are they. Meet him up there as he's like hanging. Right. Did the terrorists get the detonators back from John at some point? Did he lose them? Yeah, I think so. I forget how or when. They, I don't remember when that happens either, but they do end up getting it back from him, um, probably from the roof scene. Anyway, so he he escapes from breaking a window and gets back into the building from hanging from that fire hose. Yep. I think that's when, like, all of the people have to go up to the roof. Yeah, Alan Rickman's going to blow the roof of the building and kill everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is just rude. I mean, it's, it's a bit much. It you already got the money. Much, yeah. So while they're herding everybody up there... I think someone herds them back down, though, like, right I think, away. I think John McClane is up on the roof. Shoot. Oh. Oh, I figured it That's out. That's what it is. He shoots to get them to go to back To get them down. all to run yeah. away. And he then tries the to helicopter sees him shooting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know if Alan Rickman thinks that he's dead or, or he's just not there anymore, but right. Alan Rickman's ready to escape, and then John McClane goes up on the roof and gets everyone down off of it. Yeah, that's right. Then it explodes with him jumping <laughs> off of it. There it is. There it is. Because after they herd them all into the roof, all the bad guys go down to the basement. Like, they all start to head down. And yep. that's when John's like, there's no bad guys up here. Everyone off the roof. And they, they don't believe him. They won't go. So then he's just like, get out of here. Yep, they all go back down. But at this point, I don't remember when it happens, but somewhere around here is when Han's, like, officially, like, like knows that holly and john are like married and yeah like... he she knew he knew for a minute i think because mm-hmm. i don't know if he even makes her go on the roof or if he keeps her as like leverage yeah but for whatever reason they're together at the end of the film mm-hmm. yeah so john like finally agrees to go in like empty-handed to you know because hans is gonna kill oh yeah well he, he comes in with a gun he's got a gun taped to his back yes and Classic. then and then he puts the machine gun down um there's some sort of joke told between the two characters i forget what that is they, they laugh and then all of a sudden john mcclane takes that gun that's taped on his back taped on his back shoots alan rickman alan rickman flies out of the out of a window yep but i think they're he's holding on to holly's hand something like that oh you're right I th- he and he like takes her essentially with him and then john grabs her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so they're doing one of the dangles out of the, the window scene yep yep and they're seeing it from below. Like, all the cops are seeing the people dangle from the building. Um, and he's holding on to them. Basically, I, Hans just can't, like... Oh, no, Hans is, like, trying to hold on to a watch. No, Hans' watch breaks. It breaks? Yeah, he's holding on to Holly. Like, Holly's holding in for, for whatever reason. He Alan Rippin goes to get the gun. He still has a gun. He's about to pull it out, and that's when the watch breaks. Maybe Holly even loosens it or just snaps it off. But... 
Alan Rickman falls with the gun just like falling with him. Yep. And he falls in slow motion and it is oh, so yeah. sad to watch. The best <laughs> falling scene of any film. His face is just he's, astonishing. He, he's real scared. I read the trivia a long time ago that um, when they were shooting that scene, obviously it's all green screen, but they told Hans that they were going to, or they told Alan that they were going to drop him on three and they dropped him on two so the reaction would be more authentic. <laughs> and it looks like, it looks real. <laughs> it looks really good. Yeah, I think he really fell off a building for the movie. I think that really happened. And then Holly and him, like, hug it out. We miss the reporter stuff. So the reporters Uh, do find out who John McClane is. Yes. And they go to his house in California, or his wife's house. And they shoot footage inside of the house. Yep, and they they interview the kids and and their nanny or maid. Right. And uh, she's trying to like push them away and say like, "Oh, the McLeans aren't here, or Miss Gennaro isn't here," um, but they're like trying to press their way in. And somehow, I think either Hans or or Holly like see this, and um, that makes Holly like upset. And she is she the one that punches out the reporter at the end? Yep. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so they get to the bottom of the building and they just walk out. Um. Yeah. They do. They're the all, movie's over. They're all injured. It's yeah, not credit, over. Roll credits. It is not over. Roll credits. So they're, right, I said roll credits. <laughs> they come out. They t- get taken care of. They got like blankets on them. They're in the back of... And then an, the movie's over, right? Of an ambulance. Roll credits. <laughs> they, uh, family Matters and John McClane meet for the first time. That's right. First Fam time. and John finally then it, meet. Then it's over. And then suddenly... And suddenly roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that we thought he hung and was going to eat comes back for a last hurrah <laughs> and he like comes in like a big display with a gun about to kill john and holly and that's when family matters gets his gun and shoots him everyone yeah everyone's turn around it's in like slow-mo a, to look at him yeah, and, and they just family, bang bam and they all turn around and he's got like his revolver and he's just like don't mess with my friend i don't think he actually says that <laughs> but, do you feel lucky but, that's the overall message did i do that <laughs> <laughs> that would have been amazing <laughs> oh man and so and then john looks at him he's like oh look at that you can still shoot people <laughs> is that what he says roll credits <laughs> oh we nailed it there's a few things Ooh. we missed just one thing i can think of sometimes i say a few things and i only mean one when Alan Rickman is doing negotiations with the FBI. He's got like a list of terrorists that he's like wanting to to free oh, or whatever, yeah. and, right. he's, and he's just making them up. Yep. And there's one like he turns the walkie-talkie off and's like, "I read that guy on Time Magazine" or something like that. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't know half of the people he. I think he's trying to negotiate. Head, to get even off. his henchman guys are like, "What are you talking about?" Like, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. just like, yeah, they're just terrorists from random countries. Yeah, and he's just trying to like mess with the FBI and like make them take more time to do whatever. Yep. I do remember that. Other yeah. than that, we don't even need to watch this movie. We nailed every <laughs> Got it. of it. No part two. There's probably, there's probably some, some things. We need to watch this just to confirm Brad's cannibal thing. Yeah, he's very hung up about it. And the, the calendar babe that he that he smoked. Oh yeah, and calendar. Oh, I want to see that. Out. I want to see that real bad. <laughs> I don't know if any of the terrorists are alive at the end of this film. I don't know. I think they're all dead. I, think I don't know dead. how they died. John McClane killed all of them? Glory. John McClane, I think John McClane. Although, well, except, wait a second, though, Argyle for... punches out some people. He doesn't kill them. He punches uh, out true. Big Trouble in Little China, I think. He punches out the and Family Matters guy. kills one. Uh-huh. So. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I think some of the people in the basement are still alive. I think John McClane doesn't kill anyone. Maybe, 
the lobby guard. Yeah, right. <laughs> Does he get shot? I see like him he totally shot. gets shot. I see him getting shot. Yeah. Really bad. A lot mm-hmm. of squibs on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the ho, 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 I have a machine gun bit. We mentioned oh, yeah. that, right? He yes. puts him down the elevator. That's my yep. favorite now, scene. Like everyone sees him in Holly Gennaro. That's when her, he knows. She her, knows her. that John McClane is here to save the day. Let's watch it! <laughs> Join us in part two. We're going to watch Die Hard. There's going to be a commentary track. Our first one ever. We hope it's not terrible. Oops. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not sure if we mentioned that Johnson and Johnson. Well, <laughs> Johnson and Johnson. We've totally yeah, forgot we about. forgot they were Johnson and Johnson. The guys, from... and they're credited as Big Johnson and Little Johnson. Mm-hmm. Which one of them had the Big Johnson? Oh, the guy with the Big Johnson gun. <laughs> <laughs> the Big Johnson is from The Goonies. He plays one of the Fratelli brothers. It's true. And that was that's uh, you know movie fact. <laughs> the guy that is in who shuts the power down is from Blank Check. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Really good. And didn't expect to uh, to get a blank check reference here. And then uh, Andy Mulder had to bring it back up and knocked it out of the park. Had to remind me that everything goes movie. back to blank check. I'm gonna I'm gonna go home and I'm just gonna gonna bleach my eyeballs out thinking about blank check. <laughs> you should get Snapchat it. Give some of yeah. that bleach to John McClane because that shirt is never gonna be the same. Oh again. my god, no. That's like a one and done. Like. Throw that shirt out. Yeah, I, I yeah. think you can save that shirt at that point. Maybe even the pants. Maybe those pants are done, too. <laughs> Maybe the belt you could salvage. Yeah. You'll probably save that foot wrap in case he needs to wrap his foot again. He needs to go to the hospital, like, right away. <laughs> he could have at least taken that one guard's socks. I get that the, the shoes didn't fit. That's true. He could hey, have, yeah, if the shoe bottle, doesn't fit... Something's better than nothing. <laughs> Although, he's European. Maybe they don't wear socks. Maybe he was going barefoot in those shoes. He doesn't know what kind of fungus, like foot fungus, Ooh, that guy no, has. He's got athlete's like foot. Athlete's foot, yep. Yeah. And you want to be putting that on, spreading germs, spreading yeah. viruses. You never need synactin. I mean, come on, a virus <laughs> quick, quick like that. Quick acting synactin? <laughs> no, the regular acting. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I've been buying the off-brand. <laughs> oh, man. What a movie. The cool computer operator guy, when he blows up that... Armored truck, yeah, is really good. He says he sacked the quarterback. He like he's like monitoring everything. He does a lot of work. All the villains really like have a role. They, to yeah, play. they. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah, uh, except zigzag table guy. I feel like there's a couple like <laughs> oh, talents oh, wasted no, early. True. I was gonna say zigzag table guy had the detonators. That was his job, uh-huh. and he failed at that job. Hard, real hard. And he was the guy to go through the window onto. Reginald Bell Johnson. Yeah, and they don't car. show how he gets out the window. He just he just lands on the car. Yeah, we we it's implied that John McClane throws him out yes. there because he just killed him at that moment. They shot him right in the the, the ding dong. Yeah. Oh man, all up in by, that ding dong. He dies by he ding dies dong. By ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shot, shot in the ding dong. There's also, there's that ding dong hockey puck that guy throws around. That's like his weapon of choice. I'm trying to think. Yeah, he gets shot in the ding dong. Other guy gets shot in the knees. Mm-hmm. And that just kills him because he falls over, like defenestrates <laughs> himself on that glass window. Yeah. That's where he falls straight into and through a plate glass window. Oh man, that guy was not having a good day. He um, thought he was, but <laughs> he was like, "Today is the day." <laughs> Who is the first guy to die? Is it the blonde with it's the glasses? It's the blonde. With the, yeah, the brother. The so right away, the, the ho 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 thing happens, and yep. he gets the machine gun. So it's he, not a machine gun. Well, you're not a machine gun. Um. I did appreciate uh, when John's trying to figure out what they were doing on the roof because it's not made really clear to the audience either. Yeah. Um, So Alan Rickman is trying. He's just. What is even that area? And and that's when John gets the jump on him, which we kind of talked about. It's yeah, like somehow we were wondering why he goes off on his own, but he was wiring the roof to blow. Yeah, right below the roof, there's this little area where Alan Rickman was putting C4. Yeah. Or checking on it or doing something. He was up there mm-hmm. making sure the C4 was in place. And that's where John McClane gets the jump on him. Mm-hmm. And then tricks him and makes fun of him and monologues too long and then gets ambushed. Yeah. Got 
Got my that's, that, that's sort of just like a thing that he does is like really he's a real jerk bag. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand why his wife was not thrilled with him. He didn't seem like the nicest guy. Yeah, they don't they don't get back together in the sequels. So no, I mean, they don't. This does not repair anything. No, they just make out like this one night. Probably. Well, I mean, he was and he was with what's his name, you know Reginald Bell Johnson. Yeah, there's a moment at the end where we were joking about how the whole <laughs> movie should have just been like leading up to them being lovers. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they share a tender a embrace at the end. Yeah. It's like it, you, you know, you it makes better sense. you better treat him well. It's sad Howie. that he didn't come back for any of the other movies. Yeah, that is sad. I but think that was... would have been like a that could have been you know it could have been lethal weapon. Probably too busy making <laughs> not family only other, matters. Not only other diehard movies, but any movies in general. He just <laughs> he just stopped coming back to things. He, well, he made the best movie funny. and then and the say, best TV show, and he was like, "I'm done." He was like, "He's like, how can I ever top what I've already done? I might as well just retire." His... I, Holly Dial, he needs to work. I'm sure Family Matters set, set him up for life. Yeah. I mean, his his acting goals were probably make a movie, make a TV show. And it wasn't plural. Check mark. Check mark. Maybe he's doing theater and he just had a lot of... Yeah, maybe he went to Broadway. Don't you don't know. I think he did some voice acting and like tele, uh, cartoons and stuff. And I would guess that is the case. But Okay. That could be wrong. That's in part three. We'll uh, find out what that correction <laughs> <Yeah>. is. <laughs> uh, a new correction. But yeah, go listen to the commentary track. Yep. And just thank you for spending physical money in the real well, world it's money. probably digital money though. or digital money, whatever mm-hmm. credit, credit, debit, whatever you get. Bitcoin. To, uh, if you bought this on Bitcoin, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> and uh, enjoy uh, the series to continue. I mean, we're gonna make a couple more of these down yeah. the road. Yeah, I've got some uh, others lined up. I don't know, Brad. You were putting together some bundles. Yeah, I think I spoiled up some stuff like Back to the Future and Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. and I know like Princess Bride and Labyrinth. Those got to be yeah. in like a combo pack of some mm-hmm. kind, maybe with something else. Or some Star Wars movies. Oh yeah, I was thinking all three of the Star Wars films. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll uh, keep you guys updated. Yeah, yeah. And if you have feedback on these, send them. Send them up. Whatremember.com. Uh, we'll be our band camp uh, at What Remember is the Twitter. And then we're on Facebook. If you just search, I guess what we remember it probably comes up. I don't know. I haven't tried it. <laughs> Never done it. You're the. You'll be the first. <laughs> and hopefully not the last. Yeah. <laughs> Good time. <laughs>